0: I'm not gonna fix my feet, 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 I'm not Welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bycast. I am, of course, Simon, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jeff Worden. Hey! How's it going, everybody? Simon! Don't know, because they can't yeah, respond. Yeah, I know, they obviously can't respond. How are you, Simon? <laughs> I'm doing well. I am Good doing hear. well.
1: Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, yeah. I need to work on that. It's just a yeah. force of habit of all my years
0: of doing it. You know, we, we've done other podcasts before, and you always do that. I always do, well no yeah. see I used to do
1: radio so I know I would ask because I'm usually by myself and I ask how's the audience doing today I'm doing great yada 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 you know it's just the way it is yeah very old school the way I do stuff
0: force like, of habit
1: yes that's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> exactly yeah, exactly
0: well we have some tech news today yes well, like a lot of tech news, a lot, yeah. of tech
1: news. A, lot, a lot of tech news a lot a lot of tech news a lot of tech
0: news and probably more news coming along as we record this show because right. they always do.
1: It always it it, it's a a big one. It's a big one. All right. So what do we got starting off today, Simon?
0: Ah, it is a very disappointing story to read. Yes. So this has been confirmed. T-Mobile says it found unauthorized access to data. I feel like this happened before. It probably did. Actually, probably has.
1: I mean. A lot of places experience data breaches yeah. all the time. This this it, invariably is just one more to add to the pile, you know, it's the way I would kind of look at it. But Exactly. So this article is
0: on Reuters. So T-Mobile on Monday acknowledged a data breach, but said it was yet to find if any customer information has been compromised. Actually, <laughs> I believe a more updated reports said some of them were, might have been accessed. We're not, we're not
1: sure if there was a compromise of data. Really? You think so? You found the breach. Mm-hmm. yet? Yeah. 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 Whatever. Go on.
0: Uh, a day after an online forum alleged that personal data of more than 100 million of its users was leaked, I think it was 40 now, or it might be a little bit around it's that still, part.
1: It, it, it's a very significant amount of people. Yeah, still uh, a big lot
0: that. of people. Mm-hmm. The Tonka operator sent in a blog post that it was confident the entry port used to access the data has been closed. Did I confirm the number of affected records. We are mm-hmm. conducting an extensive analysis alongside digital forensic experts to understand the validity of these claims. We're coordinating with law enforcement. US based digital media outlet Vice first reported the claims of a data breach on Sunday. According to a report in Vice mother's, Vice's motherboard, the forum's post does not mention T Mobile, but the hacker told Vice they have obtained data over 100 million people, and that data came from T Mobile servers. Dang, so man. they also, you know, T Mobile also released their own like blog post. Right. You know kind of like oh, here's what happened. Well, you know, in a very PR way, right, right. I, I believe you know they're offering like identity theft monitoring. You know the usual spill with all these. Right. Like this is not like the first company that ever encountered this. Like I don't think this is. I don't think this is even the first time T-Mobile dealt I, with this. That wouldn't be surprising, and the usual hey, because well, I, I I used cover- to be a subscriber. Right, right, right. A few right. years ago, and I felt like. So like I felt like it happened a few years ago. Like they did also offer this identity protection thing. Right. And so it's yeah. like it, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't know it, how many of those services I have now with other yeah, companies no, it, it's, it's, it's
1: completely yeah. insane. And yeah. and the the I can appreciate that a company say, Hey, we'll help you with identity protection for a year or six months or whatever they're gonna offer and whatnot. I, I'll give you a tip if you don't already have something akin to LifeLock. And, and I'm not advertising for them necessarily. I have them for myself. I have it for my entire family. It's a major godsend on any kind of identity breaches that occur. You get notified when something happens or somebody accesses your information or they find your information on the deep web. Uh, they will notify you about that. And it's, it's expensive. I, I don't know the price off the top of my head, but it, it's expensive. But I'm not going to lie to you. If you, if you. if you want to be covered, that's going to help you in the long run. Mm. And on top of that, you know, just just as another point about this, uh, your credit, uh, your credit score, uh, through uh, uh, there's Experian, there's uh, TransUnion, and yeah, there's a third one. I'm drawing a blank on. Um, uh, it'll come to me later. The, but all, all the just all of them. right, basically all of, all of the three big ones. Yeah. Uh, you could actually have those permanently locked down, and uh, other, oh, yeah. the last one is
0: Equifax.
1: Equifax, thank you. Yeah. Just call um,
0: them and then just freeze your you can freeze, you can freeze, you can freeze
1: yeah. your stuff. You can get a pin to unlock them, or you can call them to unlock it. So if you need to, you know, buy a new car, finance a house or a loan or whatever, you can have them unlock it for X number a day so they can access your information. But locking down your credit score, just your, your uh your your social security number and your credit score just makes it so that if somebody tries to use your info, it saves you the trouble. It's like it'll bounce back saying it didn't work, solves that problem, and it saves your butt a lot of time in trouble we've gone through it a couple of times before identity theft and all that jazz it's not fun i'm not gonna lie to you but it was not fun so yeah so thanks t-mobile good job yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah oh my god geez. oh my god yeah no i i i i've always been at the school of thought that like any system could be broken into you know it's just a matter mm-hmm. of time how they do it how persistent there's a whole slew of ways to do it so I, I'm not necessarily faulting T-Mobile. I, I can't say that because it does happen. Hopefully, they're learning and they're updating their tech to do a better job. That happens too right. often, though. Right. It does. Well, it happens with a lot of people. I mean, it happens with a lot of people, a lot of places. Not even corporations necessarily. It could be hospitals. It could be uh, banks. It's you know, a lot of things. So it's like, you know, just 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 spend the money. Lock down your information. Problem solves itself practically. Practically. So it's I don't know. That, it's happening. You know that—that's all I got on this point.
0: I <laughs> yeah, mean, too, it's just like—I mean, I, I see people are like, "Oh man, I'm gonna move to another carrier." I was like, ah, "Is the other carrier's better?" at their security, so it's like, exactly. You know, it's you know, if it could happen to T-Mobile. It could happen to any carrier. Right. Out
1: there. So it'll it'll, ha- it'll happen to anybody. Don't have to move switch carriers. I, I agree with that. Just take responsibility for your info. Lock that crap down. Solve that problem. That solve it at the at the root, if you will. That being your information. So yeah, that
0: start. Way. These companies need to start implementing 2FA as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good yeah. start, too. That's not SMS-based. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll really? talk about that
1: later some other time.
0: Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. really? What year is this? 2021? We're still SMS-based, 2FA's? Gosh. It works. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, it works, but later on, it's not. It's going to yeah. be a pain in the ass to deal with. No, I agree. You
1: know. I agree. I mean, that, that's the thing. It's hard. It's hard to stay ahead of the hackers. That That's really the trick to it. So for me, at least when it comes to, to data breaches of this nature, get the LifeLock services, whatever LifeLock you want to use, be it LifeLock themselves, some other service that does the same thing. Contact you know the three credit agencies, lock your stuff down, get the PIN number, pay the extra fee, just do it. Save yourself a lot, a lot of grief. How much do they cost? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I know that they charge some nominal fees. I think the agencies charge like uh, uh, like sixty a year or something like that. It might be more or less. Please do your research on that. I actually don't know off the top of my head, but I know that sometimes they charge a fee to lock your information down. or They might charge a yearly fee to lock your information down. Uh, it's totally worth it because God knows that they get your SS number. They start using it. They start opening credit lines. You know, booking trips to Paris or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and all that other jazz. You know what? It's on you to, to pay the stuff. It's on you to fix the problem, not the police, not the credit agency, yeah. not anybody else. So it's on you. That's yeah. the crap part. So you want to protect yourself? Life lock, lock your stuff down, pay the money, solve your problem. Yeah, That's it.
0: And if you can't really pay the money, just freeze your credit. Yeah. At the very least, freeze yeah. your credit.
1: At the very least, <laughs> do that. Turn that off by default. At the very least, do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> not fun. Not fun. Yeah. Thanks, so t yeah, <laughs> you guys yeah. rock. Uh, yeah. It's
0: yeah. like uh, Well, all right, oh, let's hope, move hope, on. Hope,
1: hopefully, they learn that their, their security breach and they'll do better. That's all. all
0: yeah, right. I'm not gonna say anything about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see how they do next yeah, time yeah. around Yeah, we'll exactly. see how they do. Exactly. All right. So all next right. story is about the Facebook. The Facebook. Facebook. Oh, Facebook. All right. So not the Facebook. the Facebook. The yeah. Well,
1: it used to be the Facebook, but now it's just Facebook. Anyways. Facebook removed more than 20 million posts for COVID-19 misinformation. That's, a, that's kind of a big deal here. So it appears that Facebook, and by extension, Instagram, has taken down some 20 million misleading posts and content regarding COVID-19 misinformation, uh, dating from the start of the pandemic through, uh, through to this past June. Um, according to Facebook, this was quite a feat, uh, given that the metric is based on prevalence and trends. Which I guess for COVID 19 misinformation is very complex, as opposed to, say, hate speech and adult nudity. Um, it seems that it has to do with the constant level of change in the factual information. So it was difficult to determine what is necessarily false or misleading. Since the CDC would sometimes um, update their information about what you should be doing, so, so a lot of people would give mi- more misleading information about that, or because the change would then look like it's misleading, even though it's not, it became more, more of a problem. However, this action, though, that taken by Facebook was taken after remarkable pressure from the White House, which stated about a dozen people on Facebook were responsible for 65 percent of the vaccine misinformation. Now, this disinformation doesn't, as they've been dubbed, are still active on Facebook. And uh, the White House. Yeah, I know. Right. It's, It's completely insane. Now, a White House spokesperson said, quote, in the middle of a pandemic. Being honest and transparent about the work that needs to be done to protect public health is absolutely vital. But Facebook still refuses to be straightforward about how much misinformation is circulating and being actively promoted on their platform, end quote. Now, politicians, including President Joe Biden and other advocacy groups, have been constantly critical of Facebook for failing to combat the misinformation. Uh, Facebook does partner with fact uh, fact checkers, uh, directs people to authoritative information, and labels misinformation. The difficulty in getting all of it, if you will, is just due to the sheer scale of how much is actually out there and that there aren't enough people, not enough people to fight it. So you think 20 million posts is a lot there's also like groups and other things like that that actually um, are are pushing this misinformation. It's just there's so much more than the 20 million that that they're talking about. And there just isn't enough. There aren't enough resources to fight it, per se. Is really, I guess, the, the larger issue of what's going on with that. So it's like, okay. How do you stop all that? Because people could just keep posting stuff or, and whatnot, as well as uh, like other you know, third-party websites. They bring them in, they, they post that stuff. And the website's still out there, no matter how often they, they keep reposting this stuff. So they block it. I mean, it, it gets very involved. So I, I appreciate what Facebook is trying to do. Could they be doing better? Arguably so, yeah, maybe they could. Uh, you know, But they could do something like uh, uh, like uh, uh, what the mildly racist and slender young girl loving Twitter is doing. They're currently testing a misleading post report button. Uh, so right now, uh, some select people in Australia, South Korea, and the United States uh, will get to try out this new feature. So if you are going to to report a post or an item that, it, or basically a tweet that is misleading, say, about COVID-19 information, you can actually go, okay, I want to report this post and say, okay, the, the, the reason for, for, for reporting this is, is, is that it's misleading. That is now an option. However, uh, Twitter uh, says that it may not actually have that significant effect when they report it. So, there you go. It's it's God. It's it's. I think it's just the scale of information that makes it really another
0: another day in Facebook world. Another
1: day in Facebook. Another day in cyberspace. Out in the the wild, wild west of the internet. It's it's
0: yeah. uh, Crazy. Uh,
1: It's hard. It's hard to to, to really police that information. And when I say police that information, just just I want to be clear. I'm not looking to censor the information. I just assume the information be as truthful and as factual as possible. Right. You know, I I don't need to have to be told that. Oh yeah, if you get the vaccine, it's gonna magnetize your body. You're gonna get the 5G signals. You're gonna learn Russian or, you know, whatever whatever the current conspiracy theory is. You know, it it's like really. Like, do you have any actual proof of that and of course they don't or they come up with some you know circular logic crap and it it, it it's it goes against to me what rational human beings would come up with but people believe it and it, it, it's like I'm sorry that your education system and your parents failed you but really th- that's not how it works you know and it, I don't know it, it it's it's hard I so I, I applaud Facebook for the effort I, I hope they keep at it you know along with you know, all the other platforms that are out there to to that hopefully monitor that information and try to keep things as, as truthful as honest as possible.
0: <sighs> we can only imagine. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: All right. Our All next, right, what's story next is hmm. This is a strange one. Oh, is it yeah. now? It's the deep. end of the magnetic strips on oh, the God. credit card.
1: Right on, right? Okay, so yes, it's true. The by 2033. So I'll be I'll just Not that I want to give away my age here, but I'll be 64 by that time, just so you're aware of that. 64, wait. Yeah, 64. Okay. You're
0: old, all right. You'll be older. You'll be older.
1: (laughs) Quiet, you. I don't need to hear you, you little whippersnapper. Get off my lawn. Anyways, are those that brick wall you've got back there? Is that because you're broadcasting from prison? (laughs) Yeah, whatever. All right, so. I, I use 20... my
0: credit card now, right? Uh, uh, that's gonna be that? you, Jeff. <laughs> I know, right? It's a
1: credit card. I thought Those were still being used. Mm-hmm. All right, so so check this out. All right, so by 2033, Mastercard uh, is no longer going to use the magnetic strip on its debit or credit cards, um, and banks in many regions, including Europe, will be able to to use uh, will be will be able to issue stripless cards as early as 2024. Now, the reason the disparity in the years here is that in the UK. Um, migration to the chip and pin for all car payments started back in 2006 right uh, while here in the u.s the extra mag stri- the magnetic strip systems are still in use with chip payments that are slowly taking over so it, it's kind of like okay well the special needs kit that being the u.s gets to do this as slow as they want to while in the uk because they're better educated much smarter than we are are already ahead of the curve here so i guess they've been using i guess a chip and a pin system so i guess what they do is they like, like us, we have some of us have chips into the and they punch in a pin, kind of yeah. like getting an ATM payment, boom, wor- and we're and it works. I'm sure it's gonna be well. such
0: a disaster.
1: Well, it's it's a slow disaster, so they yeah. can probably make issues as it goes along. So, I'll give MasterCard the benefit of the doubt for that one. Now, um, all of this is being done in the name of greater security, uh, which also includes the use of fingerprints as a means of securing the payment. So, kind of like in Star Trek, uh, the next generation where they use thumbprints to validate uh uh, contracts and other stuff that's actually how it was part of the 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 way it was done out there so now you can use your thumbprint too if you you know i guess in in some parts of the world here now the the company uh the first uh, the first to uh uh, phase out the old technology says that the pandemic actually highlighted the need for different ways to pay uh contactless payments uh, made through using a card or a smartphone increased by more than one billion transactions in the first quarter of 2021 compared with the same period last year now although while the pandemic started in march 2020 and that's part of the first quarter i would personally say that's an unfair comparison that's just my opinion uh since most people stayed at home during the pandemic and had goods and services delivered to their house so that, that's just my opinion about that uh but the technology is still evolving to where uh biometric payments of using face recognition and palm scanning i.e the use of an image of your hand for scanning as a means of payment. Are possibilities and apparently that is actually something that amazon is actually looking into at this point is actually using your your palm to make payments and whatnot
0: so it's like so if i do this you bought something no i didn't mean i assume you need to put your hand over a
1: scanner so it's kind of like uh you see in those movies as a of security you do the retinal scan right and then you you go and you put your palm up it's okay it reads your fingerprints or reads. So your palm all right
0: i'm about to close the laptop Thank you that's for right. buying. No. Uh, oh, no. no! That's, why you, that's why you log out of Amazon. Solve
1: that problem.
0: Oh, We, God, your, yeah. we use your hands Lotto, log in. Exactly <laughs> right. It's like, no. Oh, my God, no. We're <laughs> toilet paper. No, Jesus. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Welcome well, I be mean, deep. like, you know, biometrics, fingerprint. No, we're kind of seeing that. I mean, still relying on our smartphone, no matter what. That's, not, that's not a
1: bad way to it's do It's not a bad it. thing. It, unless somebody clones your phone then you got a problem too, but you know, it's assuming they make that technology, you know, harder, you know, easier to fight against or harder to duplicate or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Smartphones work because everybody's got one, frankly, everybody's got one. Um, yeah. And
0: some people use, you know, Apple pay or Google pay.
1: Right. Right. We, I remember we talked about that our last show. We, we brought that up. So yeah, it's a, a lot of ways it can be done. So I'm kind of curious to see where the future's going to go with that. By the time I retire, see where things are at. <laughs> Hey, there's no more strips out here. Oh my god, what am I doing now? Hey. Huh?
0: How do I use this? Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't use your palm. What?
1: <laughs> no, god, I didn't want to buy that. God,
0: it's like, hey, uh, grandpa, I need that. Um, I need that new keyboard. Purchase, <laughs> right. exactly. purchase, right. drag, drag, drag his hand along. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, now here's a
1: step. right here. Here's an image of my palm. Try not to buy anything with it, you know. it's... <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, no more high five jokes. I, no I, more high right? fives. <laughs> you bought stuff. No, man, I didn't want to buy that for you. Yeah. Or no, he'd be a good way to exchange, uh, uh, you know, Christmas, you know, Christmas gifts or something like that. You high five each other. Hey, I just, you know, bought a, you know, bought a $20 something for you. It's
0: like, yeah. Hey, I'm like, Oh, wrong person. Um, oh, no. All right. Let me undo this. Let me undo the purchase. Let me smack you in the face. Let <laughs> <Yeah, right>.
1: me <laughs> <Everybody laughs> do the undo function. <laughs> oh. God. Yeah, I don't, know. Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Not that we promote violence, but it's funny.
0: Yeah, anyway, it's just like <laughs> you know, content exp- content exp- contentless payments is the way of the future for more advanced developed countries. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I don't see Obviously us we need
1: to work on our advancement. But yes, that's beside the point. But yeah, no, no. I no. mean, we
0: have it. It's just it's a learning curve for a lot of people here.
1: It, it's a slow process. It's a very, very slow process, and um,
0: and not a lot of people trust those kind of new technologies. They'll still prefer the old ways.
1: Well, yeah, yeah no, that that's true. But the, but the fact of the matter is that it's going to get to that point. It does take generations, if you will, to kind of kind of get to a point where you can do this. I mean, I mm-hmm. I'm old enough to remember that when I went to a gas station, they actually would take your credit card and they slap it through a carbon thing, so they actually take an imprint of your credit card that's how old i remember I, I remember this stuff that's how old i am yeah
0: nowadays now you can now you,
1: you literally could just you know put it down tap it it reads it boom you got the chip
0: that's amazing to me that's awesome you could even yeah. just pay it from your phone you just type you in the pay number your of phone. the pump and then i'll yep. do it for
1: you yeah exactly exactly a lot of contact so with ways to do that's not a bad way to go
0: not and a bad way to go it's just a steep learning curve for, it, for it some be. of the older generations
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to like going, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You just need to do this, or I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore, <laughs> young lady. I swear, you.
0: I'll just walk home. Just I just I'm just
1: home. I'm just gonna like not pay the bill and I'm gonna walk out the door because I don't know what's going on. Oh god. <laughs> I'm I so mean, lost and confused. Yeah, it's really so, 64. I know, I know, it's sad.
0: And it's a big learning curve. I mean, like it it I've is. seen it in like my local gas station. They recently updated the pumps. Oh, sure. You no, know, because for a while, it's been like magnetic strips. Right. Cards for gas right. cards. Now it's like all chip based. They only take oh, the okay. chip based or you pay through your mobile phone. Right. And for most of us, younger people like us and you <laughs> and you. Thanks, dad. We, yeah, we could do it. We know, we know, we just input the chip. Yeah. Tells you, please do not remove the car. Okay. Use wait right. for like a few right. seconds. And then you remove it, and then you go on your day.
1: Right. If you, as long as you're paying attention, that it's it's not so terrible. But if you're just your brain is on yeah. automatic, but and to figure I out see, yeah,
0: people that are much older than both of us,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, they don't even bother. Like they tried it, they they gave up. They just went inside the the station and just pay it there. Yeah, pay cash, just have a cashier, cashier, from, yeah. or, or use their debit card or, or, if they have like a like a member card of that gas station, they can just right put it there. Just right. have the person, the cashier, do it. Yeah, it's like I'd never seen that before because a lot of them were able to, you know, just use their cars, swipe it, easy, done.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. Doesn't like those cashiers necessarily... are going to get
0: more busier now than before. Just like
1: those poor minimum wage workers that they just sit yeah. there like dealing with the people. I sympathize with them. They, it, it's not a fun job, but Man, yeah, it's... no, it, it's uh, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, it's it, it's generational as 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 the younger kids come in with you know with the new tech and they start to more intrinsically understand like yourself um and, and those younger it just becomes more automatic and that's just the way things are yeah that us older guys you know that we eventually essentially we die off we f- get phased out so the technology eventually does take time it, it takes a grip it works you know so it's gonna work the uk obviously and a good part a lot of parts of europe started way earlier than we did so yeah you know, So it's obviously going to take longer for us to get there, but we're going to get there at some point. Granted, I'll have retired by that time, but it'll happen. So we'll
0: see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, let's All move right. on to our next story, shall we? Next, yes, let's do that.
1: And what is the next story, Simon?
0: Our next story is... well, oh, Google came out of nowhere with this. Ooh. So Google announced the Google Pixel 5a. Now, this is their... their Normally the A their A series are like their low budget one, right? Their early their entry point phone. So the Google Pixel 5A is a four hundred and forty nine dollar phone. has a bigger screen and water resistant. It's actually a hundred dollars more now this year because there's five G in it. So you know ah. when there's five G, you could charge more. So <laughs> well, get, the,
1: get the vaccine and boy, you could use yourself as a hotspot. <laughs> sorry, go on. I'm not gonna go. No, that. no, that's all
0: misinformation. Right. Don't do that. I'm yeah, kidding. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> don't so do So, the Pixel
0: 5A will be a good phone. Wow, this guy's really in this person's like, wow, already determined that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sensing a little, uh, a little bias here. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing if something. we're
0: in the two countries that can get it. Okay. Followed by <laughs> if you can get it, it's gonna be a really good phone.
1: Traveled all the way to Thailand. No, sorry, go ahead.
0: Google has officially unveiled its next mid range phone. This article's from Ars Technica. The Pixel 5a. The big news today and the main selling point of the Pixel A series is the price, which is $449 or $100 more than the Pixel 4a. That was last year's model. Mm-hmm. Google's blog post includes a phone comparison sheet showing you know, its lineup, the comparison between the 5, the 5a, and the 4a. Part of the reason for the price increase is that the Pixel 5a is a bigger phone you know, with a 6.34-inch display, and a 73.7-millimeter width compared to the Pixel 4a's 5.8-inch display. Hmm. Another big change is the addition of IP67 dust and water resistance, which means the phone should survive submersion in three feet of water for 30 minutes. As with the Pixel 5, the Pixel 5a's body is a metal coated in plastic as opposed to the pure plastic body of the Pixel 4a. We didn't see the appeal of this construction in the Pixel 5a, but the new phone is presumably stronger now. Excuse me. As usual, we're getting a no-frills design that takes care of the basics. On the front, there's a slim bezel OLED display and a hole-punch camera on top right, while there are two cameras and a... and a cap... And a uh, fingerprint capacity reader. Capacity.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say capacitive. Let's go with yeah. that. There we go.
0: Fingerprint reader on the back. Specs include a Snapdragon 765G. Oh, 765, yeah. 765 five G, a with a 7-nanometer chip with two Cortex-A76 cores, six cores Cortex-A55 cores. Six gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of storage, and the biggest battery of any Pixel 4680 milliamp hour battery man say all
1: that five times fast
0: (laughs) the main camera is (laughs) 12.2 megapixel it looks like the same same sony imx 363 sensor that google has used for the past four years there's a 16 megapixel wide angle and a 8 megapixel front camera and also there's a headphone jack sticking around for at least one more year
1: oh that's nice you have to go for that wireless (laughs) stuff like you know whatever
0: I like yeah, to jack so, into my phone and wire up and listen. Not that I do. So the Pixel 5a, if you're looking for a very affordable 5G smartphone. No, I think it, I think it's already on sale now, or it's on pre-order. No, but yeah, it's up for pre-order now, and it ships on August 26th. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, so nice. yeah, I mean, I play around with the Pixels before. Mm-hmm. you know i pay around the 3a it's a very Great nice phone. phone it's a very nice phone and you're at least gonna get well, they it was like five years of updates three to five years of major oh, wow. updates okay. yeah it's not that impressive right it's, it's not that impressive. well I mean, you gonna hold
1: you're gonna have a phone for a good long time probably till you can get a you know a new free phone or whatever uh or a highly discounted phone because oh, yeah. you're with
0: just say new phone there's no such thing as a free phone all
1: right well, I should say a free upgrade, but but I say free upgrade in the in the broad sense of the word. In that, okay, well, I want to get a new phone, so the free upgrade is whatever they offer me. Like with Verizon, it's like if I want to get a new phone, I usually here's a free upgrade. Okay. You need to open a new line though, <laughs> right. so it's not a free upgrade, right? Well, yeah. right, right. No, exactly. But uh, but I know, like with Verizon, it's um well, provide, I mean, like, well, I just well, say this, they f- provide a set of phones that if you know, if you've already had the phone you've had for like. Two or three years, or whatever, you get the new phone for, for free or a free upgrade of your phone. So they transfer all the data over and all that stuff. That, that's all I'm saying about about that part of it.
0: But. Well, the Pixel you're going to get through Google, they're not, right, from whatever, they're not distributed to any of the carriers. It's just going to be, you well, so buy the for them buy uh, independently. Yeah. Got it. Got Which it. I always recommend that route, no matter what, because it's just more flexible. You, know, you have to deal with these, you know, it's like, hey, get this new smartphone for when you trade it in and. You trade it in and then, uh, for uh, I don't know, first of all, you can have a night,
1: have, have another turnip twaddler, yeah, I got you,
0: yeah. And then you read all these freaking the terms of agreements, like must activate a new line, you know, I'll do, do all this, do yeah. all that, submit all these paperwork, new customers like, only, oh yeah, god. yeah. It's like, it's like
1: <laughs> oh my god, was like, why I was, am I bothering? No, yeah, no, I'm I just it.
0: gonna buy directly from the manufacturer so I don't have to deal with this nonsense, yeah, right? Yeah, I know, there's something to be said for that, something to be said. so it's just, I just feel like. I always said, like, if you want a really good Android phone, stock Android OS, you don't have to worry about it, you know, when it's going to, the updates that will come out, like your other phones out there is like, oh, look, where's my Android 11? It's been like three years now. <laughs> not getting it? Right. Probably not. Okay. Now, what Google is like, hey, you get it. Day one. Nice.
1: Well, so to think about. That's something to think about.
0: You know, it's just, I feel like more people should just look into the the more the Google Pixel route.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. I think probably what's most important for a lot of people is does not make phone calls? And that's the important part because it's a phone.
0: And yeah. does make phone calls. <laughs> I hope it does.
1: I guess that's the thing it's like Well, like, I think for
0: most people it's either you no know, they could get it on a deal.
1: Well, yeah, no, but see, the, thing, the the joke about that is it's like yeah, you get these smartphones that can do all these great, and wonderful things, and you know, connect you to the internet and all that other stuff. Kind of, but yeah, does it make phone calls. Yeah, that's, it's kind of a joke, but it, it, but if it doesn't make phone calls, you got a problem. It's like yeah. it's a phone, but it doesn't make phone calls. Yeah, but as long as it makes the phone calls, at least as far as I'm concerned, that's all I really care about. Yes, I'd like to yeah. be able to look on the internet and play games and that kind of thing. I'm, I'm much more, I have a heavier user that way personally. But yeah. you know, I, I know people who are older than I. It's like, look, I just need to make a phone call. I got to make it easy to do. It's not that easy sometimes to do it I mean I, I mean I've talked with people who are still using flip phones you know to, to dial out because you still have the buttons right there you dial the number you're going to call and it reaches out Yeah. You know, they didn't even bother with the buttons in their contact list you know because it's it's still that they're, they're, yeah. they're still that orb they can't handle the new tech so getting a smartphone it's like yeah, okay let's see what I can do but it, it's it's it depends on the time learn yeah what well, yeah, but you get to a certain age, you're like, yeah, you know what? I really just need to make a phone call. That's all I need to Screw this. No, exactly. It's exactly what Get off my lawn. I just need to make a phone call. I need to make a phone call for you to get off my lawn.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Right? I want to get on my landline to show you what it's all about. Yeah, it's... <laughs> At least yeah, I can call somebody with it. <laughs> yeah. So
0: for $449 still one of the cheapest 5G phones out there.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right,
0: cool. So. I think they're still selling last year's 4A, that starts at 349.
1: Yeah, I mean it's only a year so, old, so why wouldn't they? But you know, if you're willing to point up another hundred bucks for the
0: five A, yeah, I would say go for it. So it's the yeah. way to do it. So a do it. it's a good. It's a good entry point for a good five G phone. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, what's phone, next in our uh, Let me rephrase that. Here. Let me rephrase that for a potentially good five G phone because we we haven't tested it. So we, we haven't
1: know. tested it, so we don't yeah. know. But it probably is. But you know, it, it's. At least we hope that it meets some some level of minimum standard that it actually works really well as a five G phone as a five G smartphone. It that way. We shall see. All right. See.
0: So next up, we are going to cover our final story. Woo-hoo.
1: As soon as you can bring it up. Yay! There it is.
0: So here we go. Boost Mobile will soon start activating on the AT and T network. So this is a lot of this is a very interesting story by itself. Okay. Do tell, do tell. So here's a backstory. So I think there's a backstory here, so I'll just read the article. No. <laughs> this is <some> a <laughs> best MVNOs. It looks like Boost Mobile brand will continue to change with the seasons. A new prepaid report issued by Wave 7 Research suggests that Boost Mobile will likely start activating new customers on the ATT network sometime early October. Currently, Boost Mobile is actively trying to migrate its Sprint-based customers to the T-Mobile network. However, in November, Boost will likely commence transitioning its T-Mobile-based customers to AT&T networks with efforts gaming Steam in January. In the middle of July, Dish announced that it has signed a long-term deal with AT&T to make AT&T the primary network service provider for Dish's MVNO customers that include Boost Mobile. The deal was valued at $5 billion. Contract with AT&T was to resolve a very public dispute between Dish co-founder and chairman of the board Charlie Ergen and T-Mobile. Ergen for months had been complaining that T-Mobile's decision to shut down the CDMA network in January 2022 that it inherited from Sprint was harmful to Boost Mobile and its customers. In May, he argued in a letter to Congress that T-Mobile's decision to shut down the CDMA network significantly earlier than the company promised regulators raises serious competitive and consumer protection issues that are worthy of your review. Hmm. Ergen said that 4 million Boost customers still rely on the Sprint network for service. He also argued that the supposed abbreviated CMA shutdown timeline would not provide enough time for Boost to transition its customers to the T-Mobile network. All those customers would, would minimally need new SIMs with many as also requiring new phones. With chip shortages in place due to the COVID-19 pandemic, supplying new phones will be a bit more difficult than normal. And that's also probably why sources have told Way7 research that Boost Mobile has a current goal of achieving 30% of its activation as you bring your own device, BYOD, customers by the end of the year. Right now, BYOD activations are around half of that. You no know, Chaos at Boost Mobile. That's the headline. So from the outside looking in, the migration of Boost Mobile customers to a different network over the next several months is going to be pretty messy and confusing for subscribers, especially with some of those customers expected and needing transitions between three different networks in a matter of just a few short months. Boost Mobile could end up bleeding many more subscribers during the period. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, so that's been the, the argument between you know, Dish and T-Mobile for the messy migration stuff. So oh, God. what do you think,
1: Jeff? Uh, I'm glad I'm not a part of that. That's what I'm going to, I want to lead in with there. It's <laughs> yeah, but it's also it. a
0: little bit concerning. I mean, you no, know, like now there now there's another article that claimed that, oh, T-Mobile lied to regulators just to, you know, just to help get the, the proof, the, the, the Sprint merger approved.
1: Well, okay. So yeah. Like, so, you know, I mean, I, I could go on about, yeah, they'll, they'll, any business that is looking to profit will do whatever they can to maintain or get that extra profitability. So, where they lie? Will they fabricate data? Will they fudge data? Yeah, absolutely. They will. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's the nature of what it is. Yeah. The problem is if
0: they'll get caught. That's the that, thing.
1: Well, that's, so... that's the trick is not to get caught or, or at least fudge the data in such a way that you can. You know, may say, "Oh, this is an honest mistake. We thought we had to do it this way." As opposed to the data coming out this way, if they choose to audit your data, yeah. and you know, it's it's oh God. I, mean,
0: I go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I was about.
1: To. No, I was just about to say. As an example of this, there are so many accounting methods that can show profitability of a given company, depending on what system you want to use. Now, there aren't like a lot a lot. It, usually, your basic is okay. Here are your expenses. Here is your income. Your net profit is this. Therefore, your profitability over X number of years is is this um, after you know uh, shareholders get paid or whatever it comes out to be to show profitability. Mm-hmm. Now you can rewrite. <coughs> excuse me. You can rewrite a lot of things if you remove certain stuff as long as they are approved methods for accounting and whatnot. You can remove like uh, um, um, I just remember like what. Uh, um, Gotta hear when that happens. Um, ah, I just drew a blank. Sorry. <laughs> Basically, if you, if you like, if you remove like interest for, that you that you earn from uh, from the bank, or even interest that, that uh, you are owed to the bank, uh, um, amortization of loans. Uh, you're dealing with uh, um, the devaluation of, of equipment over time. If you remove a lot of those a lot of those expenses out, your company looks more profitable because you have less expenses. Yeah. And that supposedly is a valid method of accounting. So it's a matter of whether you categorize it that way. I mean, it, it's really dumb and lame that they do that they ought to just make it one method and include everything so that everybody gets a very honest and accurate idea of what is actually the profitability of a given company so they don't get screwed mm-hmm. by stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, it's just like, I f- believe that, No, Dish also own other... few other their MVNOs as well, I believe. Um, What else do they own? Let's see. uh, Yeah, so... Oh, they own an MVNO called Ting. Uh So they're going... I'm pretty sure eventually Ting's going to use the AT&T network now because Dish owns it. So whichever... Mm -hmm. NBA knows that Dish owns. No, they're gonna start using AT and T most likely. Right on, right on. Right off with Boost Mobile first. So,
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Ah, big business. My favorite. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's yeah. So I mean, that's that's it's um, all about so it's all about the profitability and the heck with the customers.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could it could be better.
1: It could be better. No, it could maybe maybe it, this could be a good thing in terms of does the customer really going to get out of it? I mean, that's really what he, I mean, there's two way to measure. I mean, obviously, well, it really <clears throat>
0: depends on their location. They get good, better coverage and get better speeds. Or, right. And that, that's Or it could thing. be the complete opposite. Crappy coverage, crappy speeds. Yeah. Knows?
1: Yeah. And that's what stinks about it. It's like, okay, well then they got to figure, yeah. okay, is that an acceptable loss? If all these people are getting really crappy coverage or right, do we let those people go, let them go somewhere else, but still we are being very profitable because we have to deal with their issues. I mean, I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah, Good times to be had by all, I'm sure. And profit yeah. to be made by only those who are involved.
0: Yeah. Hopefully which the customer benefit. Yeah, right. Which, which, which we're we are not.
1: not. I don't even have stock in the place. So yeah, we're, we're we're screwed. I'm screwed. Whatever.
0: All right. Well, we wanted to do something a little bit different towards the yep. end of our show. Um, right. If you have been following our channel quite a bit, we always leave a kind of a little question form for you to submit your questions or even comments. And we sometimes... You know, we try to make videos about them, like answering the questions, but right, we've just been getting so much, so many comments and we haven't been able to really look at that form as much as we like. So you guys really like us. Honestly, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. More than comments and <laughs> maybe. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you have comments on a video, we haven't responded. We apologize. We are just overwhelmed and busy because there is a lot. To look, it, there's a lot of so, them, and it's
1: just the two of us still. We, have, yeah, we haven't so, hired anybody yet to deal with it. We need an intern, perhaps we need to get an intern. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that would be fun, but not exactly in a state to do that.
1: No, no, yeah. we're not. No, we're not. Not yet, at any rate. Not yet, at any
0: rate. but uh, we would try to respond as soon as we can. You know, it might take a few weeks or a week, you know, depends how our schedule is because right you know, we do we don't do this full time. You know? No, no,
1: we have yeah. lives outside of this, despite what what yeah. people might think. But it's it's true. But we yeah. would like
0: to, yes, but, that is you know, true. You no, know, just how current current it is that we're not doing this full time, so right. we try to do as much as we can. We can. but we want to at least answer some of them right here on the air. Yep. Um, just to you know, answer them right here rather than make another video because. As if we don't have more videos to. <laughs> well, I know. Like we, we have a we lot of just videos going. We add more on.
1: and more to it yeah. if you really want to do that. But you know what? Let's let's get to the questions. Let's we'll see what we got here.
0: All what right. So our question, you know, and I will go this one first. So this question, if this is your question, I forgot the name. Um, I try to put the name in here, but uh, Streamyard only has like a character limit, so I couldn't put the name in here. This is your question. You know, here is most likely about VHS capturing. So why should the video resolution be the same as VHS resolution? I recorded my VHS tapes both ways. One with my screen resolution and two with the VHS resolution. My screen recording, visual, I believe it was, I think he mentioned that, this person mentioned that, you know, know, the resolution looks the same. Okay. So, so basically, sorry if this question got cut off again. Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> so what I I would say is the reason why you want to keep you know when you capture your VHS and you want to keep it in that VHS resolution is because you know there's no part of doing 1080p for VHS resolution. It's just it's gonna look kind of degraded if you do it. Now you might have watched the video, I never mentioned that. And I do need to update that video for more current 2021 years after I learned so much about it after doing mm-hmm. it. There are so many new things that I haven't been able to try it out. But one thing is if you're going to capture your VHS, just keep it as on a, as the VHS resolution. No. Well, there's, I, I, there's, I, I, and your, your video files, you know, if you capture 1080p, your, your video size files are going to be much bigger yeah. as well.
1: No, to be sure. I would I would imagine also, and if I if I might interject, I admit I, I don't know much about this part of it, but the the lowest level of resolution you're gonna get is whatever you're either you're recording it or what the source is. If the VHS is is like old video from way back or whatever, and you want to digitize that, which is great, that video is only going to be as good as whatever the source is. Exactly. And and that that's why you're not gonna get anything sharper. It's not gonna re-digitize it, reformat it for you. That requires something else, way more time consuming. I'd imagine it's a serious professional. Yeah, there's work.
0: like yeah. uh post-processing software that you could try out. Right. I have not I have not tried out. Like there's one called Virtual Dub. Oh, there you go. There yeah, you go. But I have not experimented or tried that out yet. Cause you know the VHS that, that I've captured, they're very old. Like they're about to like quality wise, they're about to yeah. So I don't know how much I could fix it. So yeah, you could it no, you could try it out if, it, if you really want to change the quality of it and that question yeah. was from jesse by the way um but i would say no there's really no benefits to capturing a vhs you know that doesn't even have high resolution to begin with to 1080p i mean right. yeah you can play it on your computer it looks it'll still look okay because you no know, it looks exactly what your quality right. of the vhs looks like
1: yeah, you, you can't. You can't. It doesn't automatically improve the video quality unless you actually really put some polish into it, if you will, like yeah. like with a virtual dub or whatever that software was called you mentioned. I mean, it and that obviously is gonna take time for it to process the video and you know size, size be damned on 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 the size of the video file, that takes work. You know, you can't just imp- have to go. Oh well, I could get it to improve on the resolution. Yeah, no, it originally recorded that way. It's gonna stay that way, and that that's yeah. the thing you got to. Re- I think you got to remember that above and beyond
0: anything else. Yeah. So. I hope that's how we're able to answer that question for you, Jesse. So next one, this next question is by, this is from a user named Chaz says like your video, but have a problem. I can record sound from my VHS, but no film after adding the video capture device. I do not get the red square slash video film. Any idea why? You know, if I connect the VHS to a TV, and I'm gonna read the rest of part of the question again because it's the word limit. You no, know, it works perfectly. It works perfectly. Can you help? Thanks. So, I, uh, I'm assuming you're using OBS. So, what you want to do, and if you're on Windows, you have to, you know, enable uh, screen recording access that allow your app to access your webcam because for some reason the capture device it thinks it's a it's a it's a some sort of video it's a capturing device so for some reason that could be i don't know why under the allow web apps or webcam to access apps you could check it in my um video where i did a walkthrough tutorial for windows users so you gotta enable like kind of screen capturing on the os as well on the mac side you go to security and preferences and system preferences and then go to uh, privacy and then screen recording, that's where you have to add OBS in there. So that's the only way that you'll get your, the your VHS screen will appear on OBS. So you have Mm. to enable screen recording. And again, um, I'll link down some videos, you know, some FAQs that I made before. You can check it out. And also if I connect the VHS to a TV, it works perfectly. Yeah. So that means that your vhs player is working i think the other thing is something with the capture device that your operating system is not allowing obs to use it as a screen recording device so you have to allow access to it that makes sense yeah so those are the questions that we have so far and Good job, actually Simon. i have one more i did not get a chance to oh no yeah uh this is from S- Sajad. I'm sorry. I mispronounced her name. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is your referral code in Telo? So Telo's is an MBNO that I tested out ah. a few months ago. So I can sign up. So I can sign up with your code and you get the, you know, the referral benefit. Um, really appreciate that. But I, I'm not a Telo subscriber anymore. I don't use it, test it out. See how it is. So I don't have a referral code. Oh, so, well, see, we should get some now. <laughs> well, I mean, I would if it was a permanent carrier that I've been using. Then I yeah, would. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. I don't. So. Yeah, that was true. So I don't have a referral code for you. Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> Next time, let's get one of the tell everybody about it. Then, when you're done, we're done. There, there you go. See, yeah. So
0: those are some of the questions we wanted to answer. Yep. Live on our channel. Uh, if you do have any questions, you could go to. The description at the very bottom of this video. Yep, no, and there's a Google form there. You can also go to techthatdoesn'tbite.com as well.
1: Yep, so we appreciate that. Um, and there, if you go to the tech uh, the techthatdoesn'tbite.com website, uh, you can learn more about us. You'll see links to all the bite casts we've done, all the reviews that we've done, and uh, uh, definitely uh, come to our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe to us. You can comment away, ask questions away, and uh, learn all sorts of really good fun stuff that we do. and and review and if you have stuff that we can review let us know we'd love to hear about
0: that yes absolutely and also you know hit the thumbs up button you know really appreciate it if you hit the thumbs up button and if you are listening to our podcast version of mm-hmm. this show thank you so much really appreciate, appreciate it you know feel free to leave a review in your favorite podcasting app you know let us know give us some feedback go to tech.disantbyte.com
1: and if we are not on your favorite podcasting service, please let us know who they are. We will gladly um, not do anything abusive to get on there. We promise. We will beg them. Beg. A lot of begging. There'll be a yeah. lot of begging involved. They let us in. <laughs> We're so pathetic. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but but seriously, thank you very much. We do appreciate your listenership, your viewership. And uh, we'll
0: definitely see you next week for our next show then. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, we'll... Talk more about other tech news next week. Absolutely. Bye, everyone.
1: Thanks for tuning in, everybody.